We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Ron in D.C. Hey, Ron, thanks for hanging on. You're on WGR. Hey, certainly. Hey, good Friday morning, guys. Uh, Just on this subject, um, I'm old enough to remember the Braves leaving town and also my favorite player, Parole, retiring. But the reason I called was about Diggs. Um, Mm -hmm. I read some post-game comments in The Athletic uh, based upon a couple of Kansas City Chiefs secondary players uh, about Diggs. The first one came from McDuffie, the cornerback, who said that uh, the Bills went heavy and were focused on the run but the chief surprised them by not doubling digs. That's all he said. And then the safety, Justin Reed, said that um, they put Sneed on digs, and that was all she wrote. They didn't need to do anything else. They said that digs knows that and was frustrated. So my conclusion about this is this kind of speaks to maybe the Bills recognize this drop in productivity or issue and cut his snaps and reps, which was true during the season. I don't know what it turned out during the playoff game. And then the second thing was Captain Diggs had nothing to say post-game, and this may have been part of that motivation. Thank you very much. Have a great Friday. Thanks, Ron. I mean, it's very possible. I, I, you have to go back to the All-22 and see how many times they rolled coverage. Yeah. I mean, it's not unusual for a team to claim they didn't do something, and then they, they did it all the time. I mean, Specifically, I can think of, was it Chan or Rex? Somebody said they double-teamed Mario Williams the whole game, and they didn't at all. Mm. I remember that specifically. So I don't, I don't really know. LeJerry Sneed is a very good corner. Locking up a receiver yeah. is not unusual. They also locked him up to the point where he got so open, he should have caught a pass down the field. That's Justin Reed that he ran right by on that play, I believe. Yeah. So there's a guy there. Who is that? Is that Sneed? I, I thought that Reed. It, I thought it was Reed. The safe, okay. Safety. The guy who's like falling as Diggs yes. goes up for the ball. Yes. I mean, if Diggs catches that ball, he ends up with a hundred plus yards in the game, and the Chiefs don't get to necessarily puff their chests out about the job that they did. Yeah. Diggs did make catches in the game, and you know, getting locked up by a corner that doesn't really happen to Diggs all that often. Maybe it did. He did have a midfoot sprain. He'd been playing through. Yeah. He showed up in the injury report with a midfoot sprain. So we'll see. I don't have any answers for you other than the winners get to tell the story, you know, on what happened. I did read a breakdown from Ben Solak on The Ringer yesterday about how the the Chiefs and the Ravens have not quite revolutionized, but they have figured out more than anybody how to stop motion in the NFL. And we knew that Brady increased the amount of motion that the Bills ran. The The Chiefs, like, move at the line of scrimmage as the snap is happening – Almost every play. Like, they run their own motion. And they can, of course, like, offense, you can only have one guy running at a time, right? Defense can have everybody if they really wanted to. Um, And I don't know that he talked specifically about what they did against the Bills for this, but rolling coverage is something they do consistently, confusing the offense. And a lot of times, they will not quite double-team a number one receiver while also making the quarterback. Like, Spagnolo. 
Like part of what he's done well, I guess, that Solak broke down is he's going to make the quarterback think we're doubling your number one receiver, and then right when you snap the ball, we're doing something different. We're actually maybe not doubling him, right. and now you're looking somewhere else, and oh, our coverage rolled that way, and now you don't have time to go back to your number one receiver. So I, I think that might be a Spagnolo thing that he, he the thing what he's doing. They you look at some of their success this year. You know, I respect the defense a lot. They had. The, the worst games of the year by, I think it was, the Niners, the Dolphins, and it was somebody else that runs a ton of motion. All of their worst offensive days of the season came against the Chiefs defense. So, I, I might want to say that, you know, Diggs having his worst yardage game of the season, despite the fact that he had had so many other down games, I they, they got the answers. Maybe that's one where Spagnolo kind of, you know, dunked on Joe Brady a little bit in this game, and that's a big reason why they didn't get anything open down the field. Yeah, the Bills had their two worst halves of the season in yards per play yeah. in the second halves against the Chiefs. How many games they played, Joe? 20 games? They played 20 games. They played 20 games. That's 40 halves. Yeah. The two worst halves the Bills had in yards per play were second halves against the Chiefs. So whether that's an adjustment – or and both those games were against Joe Brady. Brady had taken over by the time they played the Chiefs a second time. Mm-hmm. Now Brady is interviewing for the Bills job, the job he has. The Bills will go through the hiring process. They have to interview other candidates. Mm-hmm. It will be very interesting what other candidates get talked about. What other candidates we find out that they've yeah. met with or they plan to meet with. But here's Brady interviewing for his own job. Boy, the, of all the things you could hear, I'd love to hear that. Who does he, he interviews with Bean and McDermott? Yeah. He's got Allen's endorsement. He's got a lot of players' endorsement. Mm-hmm. What if they went into that? They, that what, though, what, even what? like, are we sure? Allen says that. What? What? He can't not say that, right? When he's asked at the press conference, probably he can't not say like you know if Josh Allen said, yeah, you know, we'll see. There's going to be an interview process. Like if the players says that, right? The, and the, and the players know. would have said they believed in Dorsey the day before he got fired. Right, they still were talking about how yep. they believed in Dorsey. The Morse said it at the his his locker room cleanout. They were talking about Dorsey still. So again, I don't want to assume Allen is lying there. No, um, no, but I wouldn't just assume that. You know, oh, if they hired somebody else, it's because they're going. They're they're not giving Josh the guy he wants. I don't know. I think maybe Josh would listen to other ideas. I wonder if in the next week or so, we find out about a candidate. The Bills are talking to an offensive coordinator. That moves the needle a lot. That's like, oh, should should they go? I, I can't even think of who the candidates might Nate, be. Nate Geary was tweeting yesterday about uh, Eric Bieniemy. Are they going to interview Eric Bieniemy for this? If they, he's available. If they are, has he coached with McDermott before? I mean, they both come from Andy Reid. I don't know if they have. Bieniemy is such an interesting case because, of course, he co- he coached with Andy Reid forever, and their offense was great. And this year, without Bieniemy, they struggled. Right. Then he goes to Washington, and early on in... We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Washington, the story on Bianami was he's kind of, he kind of 
asks a lot of players or he rubs players the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Ron Rivera had to issue a statement about how, no, 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 he's fine. Everything's fine. But that, but wasn't that because Rivera said something before that implied that he did, yes. he did do it? Yes. Yeah. So who knows the whole story there. And then he went to Washington, and their offense was run by Sam Howell, who took a million sacks, but they threw it all over the place. If Sean McDermott yeah. truly believes, or, or if we are to believe what McDermott truly Sorry, hold. let me start all over again here. What he said about like explosive plays. That's what I'm trying to say. How I grew up under Andy Reid. I cut my teeth with Andy Reid. Pass to win, throw to win, Mm -hmm. explosive plays. If that's true, Andy Reid's number one right-hand man as an offensive coordinator for multiple seasons is Eric Biennemi. And he's available. Yes. There should definitely be an interview. Mm -hmm. And could he take that job over Joe Brady? Because... Look at it from a neutral standpoint. Brady would have to go in and tell McDermott and the Bills, and it's too bad these interviews aren't public. It'd be a lot of fun if we could get in on these. Yeah. But Brady, he hears McDermott say that. He he would know how much McDermott wants him to run the ball, and maybe they ran it so much because the, the defense is injured. Yep. Like, oh, yeah, I want to throw and pass and be explosive too. You better get me go get Troy Franklin. Go get Troy Franklin out of Oregon, then mm-hmm. draft this other guy, you know, a bigger body, and give me as many receivers as possible, and I will show you an explosive pass game, pass to win, pass to score. You'll get everything you just said you wanted in that press conference from yeah. me. This outfit you just had me take over midway through was not ready for this. And if you're Eric Bieniemy, you come in and you say, here's what I would do. I like this guy. I like this guy. I need you to draft two receivers. Or I need you to yeah. m- whatever. Move on from... Who, I'm trying to think, like, no Hardy. I don't move, on, Har- move on from Hardy. Hardy, Hines, Davis is out. Yep. Diggs can stay. I'm going to try and draft somebody over top of him eventually by halfway through the season or by next year, someone that can, you know, lay a claim to the number one receiver spot. Yeah. I've, I've mentioned, you know, in the past few weeks with neutral situation pass rate, the Bills were eighth on the season at 56%. Here's how the season ended. Number one in the league in pass rate. Uh, Cincinnati at 63%. Number two in the league. Really, there's a tie at number two in the league. 61.9% Chiefs, 61.8% Washington. If he true, if he is what he said he is, they have to talk to the enemy. They have to interview him. And if you yeah. give the job to Brady and he runs it a lot next year, yeah. then I, th- I right, think... They don't have to hire the enemy. No, they, but they definitely have to talk to him. Yeah. I cut my teeth under Andy Reid's offensive system. Yeah. The guy that ran it is yeah. available. Man, there would be uh, for the storylines too. Now, now I'm I I'm not even a big enemy guy, but like I don't know. We've got your we've got your OC now. How about that? Like we're we're to beat the Chiefs. You know, it, it almost sounds like a little. It feels like a little bit of fire with fire. Even though, again, like did did he even call plays in Kansas City? I mean, it was Andy Reid's offense. He's, Maybe he, he was never going to get credit no matter what. He spent 10 years with Andy Reid right. in his offense. Four years as running backs coach, four years as offensive coordinator. Yeah. Hmm. Are we talking ourselves into he's got to get the job? <laughs> like, uh, not I don't, don't, don't want to go there. Not I don't think quite I, that. I don't think I want to go there. I mean, if he did get the job, though, all right, like... I, I could get into it, I think, a little bit. I did see also yesterday in, you know, the the enemy idea on, on Twitter of even though they threw the ball a lot and they had a lot of numbers, like volume wise, they were not efficient at all. But well but Sam Howell. 
is that the enemy, right? That is Sam Howell and a really bad offensive line. So you've got a quarterback that takes a lot of sacks that is always under pressure. You know, how how much are you really able to do? That that too is a an opposite of what the Bills did, right? Which was the Bills came out of the gates last year throwing the ball, kind of, you know, similar to like they always did. They were just doing it in 12 personnel. And then, you know, McDermott kind of talked about this in his presser, which was we got to the bye and we said we need to stop turning the ball over as much. So, okay, what do they want to do? They want to not turn it over as much because, what, Allen's trying to fit the ball into places he used to be able to do it because he had guys that were open and now guys aren't open anymore. So the Bills maybe got to a place midway through the year where we don't have the talent to throw the ball like we used to. Well, okay, so let's do this instead. We're going to run the ball more. We're going to increase that. We're going to increase the amount of screens we run, stuff at the line of scrimmage, and we'll do that. And then they won games doing that. And here's Washington where you threw the ball a lot all year. It didn't really work well at all in terms of how efficient it was. You were taking a ton of sacks. You were turning the ball over too, and they never went away from it. Like the enemy just said, "Screw it! I'm th- I don't care. I'm just going to throw the ball all year. I'm not. I'm not adjusting to that. I'm not going to run- start running the ball more because it's not going well." So I don't know what McDermott. That that's I'm trying to get into McDermott's mind how he would look at that. Of well, at least I got an offense that was able to counter when the pass game wasn't working the way we wanted. And this guy didn't have the pass game working the way he wanted, and he just kept throwing. Never stopped. Paddled to the metal from beginning to end. He called, what was the number, 54 consecutive pass plays at one time this year? They were losing a right. game. It was 51 or 54. But he just right, he didn't run the ball one time. Yeah. Dennis in Lockport on the uh, OC conversation. Hey, Dennis, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Love your show. Hey, I got a question for you. You're talking about OCs. Why not Josh McDaniels? He's only got six... Super Bowl rings as an OC, he had a plug-and-play offense that could put anybody they needed in. Best two-minute drive and highest-scoring offenses when he was the OC for the Patriot way. And and I, I like the enemy what you guys are talking, but yeah, Andy Reid knows all his moves because he's been with them for eight years. Whereas McDaniel's that's another strange uh, animal out there who can run a, a mean offense. He might suck as a head coach, but offensive coordinator, he's good. One thing I wonder about anybody like this, whether it's Biennemi or Brady or Dorsey or McDaniels, is how important the Bills think the personality fit is. Mm-hmm. Because, and and who knows? Like, these are the things we don't know. Brian Dable, what was he like? Fiery mm-hmm. would take you to task if you messed up publicly. Mm-hmm. And he did that in New York, too. Some of the writing in New York is that, him and, not, him and Martindale? Well, I just mean taking your own players. Oh, oh yeah. He would take yeah. – Dable would scream and take players apart. He threw an iPad. Yeah. This year? And there's reports about practice, how – he's just intense. And Dorsey, from the stories of the Bills, like Dorsey's a cerebral guy, whereas, you know, Brady might be a little bit better in this department. Maybe, maybe Dable was someone who would scream and yell but also still be the people person. I wonder what kind of person – the Bills want there because, you know, McDermott is what he is. His players love him. There are plenty of reports that he burns coaches out. Do you need someone to offset that? A good balance of uh, good cop, bad cop, whatever, that kind of thing. 
Mm-hmm. And McDaniels is a Josh McDaniels is a coach that didn't his players hate him? Hated him. Yeah. Hated P- him. Pretty much. As much as you'll ever hear about a coach. Yes. Yeah. I I, I don't I don't know about the character of Josh McDaniels personally. Yeah. But it's a guy that was under Belichick, under his wing the whole time, left to go to Denver, traded a bunch of players he didn't get along with and and got fired in quickly, went back to New England, accepted a job in Indy, changed his mind, went back to New England, goes to the Raiders, gets fired, and his players hated him. Yeah. Now, the job is not to be popular. The job's to win. I don't know about McDaniels just because it seems like there's a big, big body of work of, I don't know if I want that guy around Josh Allen. Don't we, here, isn't the number one thing, your your number one job as the offensive coordinator is to make sure that Josh Allen's head screwed on right. And that is yep. something that Brady succeeded with that Dorsey seemed to be failing at. Say anything you want about Dorsey. Maybe it was the noise. Maybe it's the expectations, the pressure. That When they made that change, what changed? Allen's mindset really appeared to change. Mm-hmm. Like he got, he, he relaxed. He took he took a breath. Yep. So what offensive coordinator am I going to hire that does the best for him like that? I made a comparison on with maybe Kansas City or sometime the last couple weeks. The offensive coordinator is Josh Allen's caddy. <laughs> that's what yeah. that's your job. Yeah. Your job is to be this guy's caddy. You tell him what club to hit. You tell him how to play this hole. You tell him where to go, and then you let him be him. Yep. Who's the best caddy for Josh Allen? I don't know if it's the enemy, somebody he's never worked with before. I don't know if it's Brady because he's comfortable there, someone that's going to challenge him. But this, uh, you know, this this process for the Bills, it'll be interesting. I think they have to interview the enemy. Eight hundred three hundred five fifty. Joe's put up a Twitter poll about it, about uh, if yeah. it's the enemy or Joe Brady. That's the best idea. You can join us, Jeremy, in a uh, sad, sad Joe. <sighs> You're, you're getting- I, we had uh, one 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 listener <laughs> tweeted in, and this is like this is why this is a good conversation about like Bills and Saber comparisons because this is kind of how I feel about it. Someone tweeted in, "I'm serious when I say this. When I woke up to the news today, it was like losing a family member." Klopp is special. Jurgen Klopp, love Jurgen Klopp so much. Well, we're, we're gotta here, we're- win now. More emphasis. Gotta win the title. I'm here if you need me. Let him leave on top. We've got a football guest coming up top of the hour, Locked On NFL podcast host. Ross Jackson, Locked On NFL, will join us at 8 o'clock. Preview the uh, the weekend a little bit. Championship Sunday on the way. Jeremy and Joe on WGR. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.